This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 235. friends. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Today, I'm going to bring you some information about judgment, judgment of others and judgment of ourselves. Before we get into that, I want to thank you for reaching out to me for coaching and also following my blog and podcast. By supporting me, you're joining my mission to help other veterinarians and veterinary professionals love their careers and love their life again, which I'm so excited about. I want you to enjoy all the things that your life has to offer and also be present in the negative times too. It's not about being happy all the time, but about learning to create your own happiness. So please continue to subscribe, follow, and reach out to me with anything you need help with. Goals, leadership challenges, family challenges, health problems, anything that is holding you back. It's all addressed with life coaching. Go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com and sign up there for my Wednesday Weekly Words, free introductory coaching, or send me an email. I'm really excited to meet you and talk with you. So that's my little commercial. And now let's talk about judgment. The reason that I wanted to study and bring this information on this subject to you is that we all, as humans, have that part of us that judges others. We really can't help it. It's part of the way we're wired, and I think it helps us in a way to adhere to our own morals and values. There is a purpose behind it. When we see someone acting irrationally or someone hurting another person, we're wired to pass judgment over them, thinking that they're doing something wrong, that we would do it differently. And that is normal and natural. So the first step in dealing with this concept is that we need to understand that judgmental thoughts are created in our brain to keep us safe, just like all those other Chihuahua brain thoughts, and keep us away from things that we consider wrong. Those kind of thoughts serve us at times and do keep us safe. Also, sometimes judging others helps us to avoid negative consequences. We might learn from their actions that something was not wise or something didn't work for them. And by observing them and judging them, we can actually learn something. So judgment can teach us. So like everything else in life, there's a good and a bad side to judgment. So saying that, now I want to say that much of the time, our judgment of others and of ourselves is a negative practice. The problem is that we become judgy about everything and even become judgy about our own behavior. And that's not constructive. Judging others and ourselves really can and often does hold us back from enjoying our life. On some level, judgment helps you to defer your responsibility. When you judge someone else, you're blaming them for whatever problem has presented itself. Blame is never a constructive emotion. 
I was working a relief shift one day recently, and we had a situation where a client came in with a pet that was gravely ill, and the client was hysterical, yelling and exhibiting all stages of grieving, right? They start in denial, they go to anger, they start to bargain loudly in the middle of the hospital, and then they go back to denial again. This client was so upset, and he had good reason for being so. But after the situation was handled to the best of our ability at the practice, this client left the building. After that happened, some of the veterinary team began to talk about this client, how he should have handled the situation, how he could have done it differently, how he should have taken the pet to the ER or should have all these all these judgments about the situation that this client found himself in. And nothing the fault of his own, but we started to judge. And it wasn't mean or disparaging because it was a natural reaction. These, this is something that the people in the practice naturally did. They started to judge. And the reason that we started to do that or that the practice team started to do that is because we wanted to push the blame on the client for this unfortunate circumstance that was really no one's fault. Things in medicine sometimes happen that are nobody's fault. But when someone's upset and when things aren't going well, we want to give someone that responsibility. So we judge. We don't have to feel the negative emotion of the situation if we judge. We don't have to feel responsible ourselves for what's happening if we judge another. It's natural. It's normal. In this case, if we can understand that this person was feeling grief, this family, they were blaming themselves enough for everyone in the practice, if we could think that way and be more understanding, we could remain with thoughts of understanding and compassion and not go to judgment. It's better for the client and the pet, and it's better for us to leave the negative thoughts out of the entire situation because it already was a negative situation, right? That good and bad life happens. And if we can be accepting of it and not try to fight with it, which is when we go to judgment, it will be much easier to deal with. And if we go into judgment, it also makes us more self-critical, which is fascinating, right? We're trying to off the blame on someone else by judging them, but then we become more self-critical in the interim or in the, in the, as the result of that. So the more we practice judging other people, the easier it is to judge ourselves. We teach our brain to look for the negative, look for the bad in others, and then we have an easier time picking, up in it, picking it up in ourselves. We see the bad in ourselves. And this is highly stressful and leads to a perfection mentality, which we already suffer from. It results in higher anxiety, and it eventually can turn into self-hatred, depression, burnout, all the things that we would like to avoid. Since I've been studying about this subject, I've really been seeing a lot of judgy thoughts come up in my mind, and also watching other people in the practices that I'm working at show their judgments 
towards clients mostly, but they also do it towards their team members, the other people that they work with. It's just such an easy thing for us to do, but it's so destructive. And I want us to obtain some tools to work on it. Now, let's talk about ways we can avoid some of our tendencies to judge other people and ourselves and learn to stop that judging behavior, or at least control it and slow it down, right? It's natural, it's gonna happen, but we wanna notice it. So the first step and the thing that I always like to start with is getting to know what you're dealing with. Learn about your own judgment of others and of yourself. And if you think you want to be less judgmental, then you need to start by really looking at the problem. You need to understand how big of a problem do you have? How is it affecting your life? What can we do about it? And much of the judgment thoughts are involuntary. So creating that awareness is the first piece. That Chihuahua brain is so good at bringing up all the thoughts that you don't even notice. Create awareness by becoming mindful of your thoughts. You can do this by stopping yourself every hour and maybe looking back at the previous hour that the things you thought about others. Try to notice those thoughts and then write them down as you notice them. You can do this in the moment if you can catch yourself or you can just sit down and have a quick brain dump about what did I think in the last hour about this person or that person. You can write a little something after each appointment if you're getting very judgy with your clients, which I think we all have a tendency to do. I know I've had days where I thought every client was stupid or every client made a mistake. You know, that it's not rational or reasonable, but that's what your brain will say. So if you can stop after each appointment or after each conversation that you have with someone in your practice and write those thoughts down, you will start to notice them easier. So if you feel yourself thinking that person should fill in the blank, that's a judgment. Or if I were to think I would do X in this situation, I wouldn't do what they're doing. That's a judgment. Or he or she in my practice is so whatever, so lazy, so annoying, so distracted, whatever the word is, whatever the negative word is that you're filling in that sentence with, that is a judgment. If you can start to notice those thoughts, write them down, that will help you notice your pattern. And once you have these thoughts written down and you notice them better, you can start to ask yourself, why? Why do I feel the need to judge them? I read somewhere a really great idea and I thought this would be a little bit hard to do in the hospital, but maybe you could do it at home if you're getting judgy about your kids or your spouse. I know it's really easy to get judgy about your spouse, right? Because you're with them so much and sometimes the things that they do can get on your nerves. So I thought this was a great idea. Take a timer and set it for once an hour. Use your Apple Watch, use your phone timer, whatever you can do, but set it for an hour. and. If you do this and your timer goes off, then you can look at the last hour and come up with as many of those negative thoughts that you can recognize that you had and write them down. It's just an exercise to create awareness. And once you have these thoughts recorded for a few days or even a week, start to go through them and see if you notice a pattern. 
Do you have triggers that you notice? Um, do you get upset if your husband interrupts you while you're trying to work or your kids bother you? What are the patterns? And are there certain times of day that you're more judgmental? I have a tendency not to be a morning person, so I might be a little bit more crabby and judgmental in the morning. And I know that about myself. So if I start feeling very stressed, I can look at my morning thoughts as opposed to my afternoon thoughts and try to weed that out. Don't try to beat yourself up for having the thoughts. Just notice them because what you're doing is you're creating awareness or mindfulness about your judgment. And that leads to my next point. Work to become more mindful and relaxed in general. Much of our judgment comes fast and furious, and we sometimes speak before we think. I know that's a big problem for me. As you work through this, you may have to separate yourself from the other people that are around you if you're really getting triggered by them, especially um, if you have kids or team members that know how to push your buttons. You'll need to create a calmer head in order to change your mind into remaining present so that you can work on your thoughts. Ask yourself, am I really in the moment or do I need to step back and calm down? Having a mindfulness practice, and it can be anything you want it to be, stretching, meditation, breathing, like we've talked about all these things before, it will help you work on the change that you're wanting to create. This podcast is all about dealing with changing this judginess, right? This is something that we're wanting to change. If you don't feel like you're a super judgmental person or it isn't a problem for you, then leave it be. Use your mindfulness for something else. But in this case, becoming more mindful will help you settle into the work that you need to do to change some of your judgy thoughts about others or yourself. And that brings me to a third point about having self-compassion. Sometimes our judgments come from our own insecurities. We will see things in others that we think we don't like in ourselves, and so we judge them, which sounds really strange, but it's so true. When I started doing work on relationships and doing um, presentations on how we think about other people and how it affects us, one of the key things that comes out of that is we see the things we don't like about ourselves and others. So if you're insecure, and we all are at times, a lot of your judgments comes from that. You might feel unworthy, so you'll lash out in judgment. So having self-compassion is trying to create more self-worth by thinking of yourself as a friend and how would you go about telling a friend that they're wonderful? You could potentially write a letter or have an out loud conversation with your friend to bolster their self-esteem. And Basically what you're doing is if you think of a friend of yours and how you would speak to them, that's how you're going to show up in a loving and kind way, much easier than you do for yourself. So if you can do the mental exercise of writing a letter to someone you love about being compassionate to themselves, then you can turn it around and read it back to yourself and get that information, get that love coming back to you. So when you feel yourself judging others, see it as an opportunity to work on loving yourself and having some introspection. It's an opportunity to do some work on yourself, some self-development, which is what we all want to do. 
And why do you feel insecure? Ask yourself that question. Am I judging this person because I feel insecure in some way? And I would offer to you that a lot of times we do. If a client's angry or upset, we might judge their behavior because we don't know how to handle that behavior. And we kind of get confused or upset or worried that we're going to say something wrong. That insecurity leads to us wanting to judge them. And then if we don't handle it the way we think we should have, which I hate that should word, but if we don't handle it well, then we beat ourselves up and we go into self-judgment. So talk to yourself with love and understanding when you notice yourself judging someone else, because that's the first step to change. You can also work to change your perspective of the situation. So if someone's annoying, try hard to find some empathy for them. What could make them act this way? I know I have people that have come into my practice in the morning and just not acted right. There was something wrong. I could just tell they were, they're not on, they're not feeling right. Something just doesn't feel right about them. If you cannot judge them about that behavior, if you could just try to feel empathy for them and ask yourself, why might this be happening? Could they be suffering? Are they grieving? Are they insecure? Did they have a difficult upbringing? Did they have a hard past that you're unaware of or maybe they're even unaware of? Does this trigger their behavior? If you can open your mind up to the possibility that they may be right now behaving inappropriately in this situation because of something that they're suffering, it will allow you to accept their behavior and not judge. Have you ever been annoying? Have you ever come into the practice crabby? Have you ever snapped at your kids? Oh my goodness, I know I did that many times. You don't want to judge yourself over that, even though we sometimes do. But wouldn't you like someone to offer you grace if you weren't acting right? Give you the benefit of the doubt. So one way to do that, and this is the thing that I usually tell myself, is can you be fascinated by this human behavior in whatever situation you're in? I love humans and their behavior is fascinating. And so if I can ask myself that, wow, how can I be fascinated about this behavior? Even if I'm feeling judgy and angry and I, and I know my brain's going to judgment, can I stay neutral and can I be fascinated by what's happening here and try to figure it out? Kind of like a puzzle. If you can switch that mindset, it will help you stay neutral. And then you won't get into that big judgy game that we go into or blaming other people for what's happening. Now that you understand what your judgments are like, you need to start to work to find more neutral thoughts. And that previous example was one of the ways, right? Many of our judgments are super dramatic, they're super over, overblown, and they're not always realistic. So if you find yourself being a drama queen or really like speaking out in drama about something that happened, oh my gosh, this client was so crazy and, you know, my technician didn't react properly and they got into this huge fight. Like that's kind of how we like to describe it. And our brain likes to make it super dramatic and not really realistic. Try writing that judgment down, that judgment that you're having, that big drama, and then write down the complete opposite thought. So for example... My boss is so crabby. She's so mean every day, blah, blah, blah. You have a boss that you're having trouble with and you're judging that boss. That's your judgment. 
And then you could take the opposite thought, something like, my boss is so loving and nice. She's always wonderful. And both of those sound a little dramatic, right? One of them is super dramatic negative. One of them super dramatic positive. Take those two opposites and then see if you can find a middle ground. You could take those two thoughts and think something like this instead or write this down. My boss is normally nice, but today she was a little crabby. I wonder what was wrong. If you could think something like that, that would help you start thinking more compassionately towards that person and not with judgment, not negatively. So overall, what we're trying to do is open up ourselves to being accepting of ourselves and accepting of others as humans fascinated by our behavior, fascinated by our thoughts, not judging ourselves because the judgment will ultimately lead to you not feeling well. It will take away your happiness. It'll take away your power. And you just remember that you can't change the behavior of someone else. You can only change the way you think about it and you respond to that other person. If you're unhappy in yourself and you're struggling to work on getting out of this judgment thought pattern, reach out to someone for help. Try to get a coach or a therapist that will help you work on this if you're really feeling stuck in it because it is super powerful. It is a normal thing for our brain to do, but we can improve and we can create less hurtful thoughts for ourselves and others if we really become aware and do the work. All of this is solvable. It's not easy. But it's so worth it to begin to feel better with others and to be able to feel better with ourselves. Remember that no one is perfect, including you and I, and you will struggle and you will fail. That is a fact. But if you do the work, you'll become more compassionate, you'll build better relationships, and you'll actually love yourself more and feel more comfortable in your skin you will be less insecure. And that is magical. So in closing out this podcast, I want to ask you to share some progress or thoughts with me on this subject or any other subject. You can let me know how you worked on this, how deep you were in judgmental thoughts, how much it was affecting your life. I would love to hear all about it. It's so helpful to me to hear what you're going through so I can try to gather the information that you need to help yourself and do this valuable work. Send me an email at jacapelldvm at gmail.com because I would always love to hear from you anything you want to say. And in order to close out this podcast, I have a couple of quotes for you. One of them is from Earl Nightingale, and it says, When you judge others, you do not define them, you define yourself. And that goes back to those insecurities that we feel. The second one is from Roy T. Bennett, and he says, More smiling, less worrying. More compassion, less judgment. More blessed, less stressed. More love, less hate. And I love that because it just shows the opposites of life, that good and bad. And that's what it's all about. And we want to enjoy all of it and we want to improve all of it every day so we can feel a little bit better, a little bit more in control of ourselves and much more fascination about our career, 
our life as a veterinarian, working in a veterinary practice with the public and enjoy it. Actually be fascinated by it and love it. That's what I wish for you. If you have any questions for me, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Have a beautiful week. Bye.